Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to, the, to say. We are in Season 5 with the commentary of Svorno and the notes and translation of Rabbi Pelkovitz. We are in Parag Bet, Mishnah Yid Aleph, Chapter 2, Paragraph 11. We got a couple of more good weeks together, then we're going to take our nice hiatus for a little while, quite a while usually, and then we take another one in spring. But stay with us as we look at 2.11 Bet Yud Aleph today. We're still talking Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. What would he say about his different students? So he would say the following about a different aspect. Hu haya Omer. He used to say, If all the sages of Israel were on one pan of a balanced scale, and Eliezer ben Horkinus was on the other one, he would outweigh them all. He was so great, so wise, so powerful, and so full of mitzvahs and chesed and the like, and knowledge that he would outweigh them all. But Abba Shal, Omer Mishmo, Abba Shal would say in his name, If all the sages of, of Israel, with even Rabbi Elezim and Horkinus, Afimahem, with even Rabbi Elezim and Horkinus with them, Rabbi Elezim and Araf, Arach Bikafshinyan, Rabbi Elezer ben Arach was on the other one, Machrias Kulam, he would outweigh them all. Meaning, his elements, his essence, his being, his knowledge, his Torah learning, his mitzvahs and chesed probably was so great, was so renowned that he outweighed everyone around them. How can we be that kind of person that outweighs people around us in one certain area. We're not looking to be arrogant. We're not looking to be egotistical. But what can we contribute that we're really experts at, we're really good at, that we're really talented at, that we could outweigh everyone around us to bring something to the world? If you have a talent, you have an ability, I always say you have to use it. You have to give it to the world. You have to relate it over to the world. I felt very passionate about audio. I had to do this. Hashem put it in my mind. And now, thank God, we have these five shows starting already three years ago. Have this idea, have this concept to, to, to do this or to do that for the community. You have to put it out there. Have this idea working on the app related to books. You have to do it. You got to get it out there. And, and a few years ago, I had this idea for the Jewish book. Ultimately, it flopped. But at least I have the manuscript with me. You have to put it out there. You have to do that. Rabbi Elezer ben Arach and Rabbi... And Elizabeth Ben Horkinus teaches us in this Mishnah that in some way you have to figure out how you could use your talents and use those around you to shine your light versus everyone else around you. The whole world is on one scale, but you are on the other scale. What can you do on your scale to tip the scale to change the world for the better? You're a writer, so do something with your writing in a Torah way, in a mitzvah chesed way. All of these talented writers that we read on Shabbos and Yom Tov, who are so good with Jewish from concepts, and they're very talented. They could have easily wrote in secular culture, but they use their talents to write in the Jewish way, in the Jewish method, and thank God for that. All these people that are good speakers, that are good writers, that are good editors or whatnot, anyone who's a good teacher, anything you could use to tip the scale in your merit, to tip the scale of the world a little bit against the rest of the secular world, what can you do to contribute? What can you do to give? What can you give to benefit the world? You have to use your talents. You have to use your abilities. You have a good idea. Go with it. That's why the idea of all these things out there in the Jewish way are fantastic. Yidflix, the Jewish Netflix, I call it. The Yidpod, the Jewish podcast, which is amazing thanks to the Creator. The, the, the one that brought it to light, of course, Hashem creates everything. And hopefully there will be an app for the for 
going forward and onward to different concepts and different ideas. And the idea of Aish, thanks to them for a wonderful idea, and Chabad, all these different aspects, different movements, different websites of doing great things, different organizations, doing things in a great way, especially in a Jewish manner. I love to see a concept that originates in a, in a non-Jewish culture, but then we spin it to do it in a Jewish way, like Mendy Music and Mora Music, using the idea from Go Noodle and bringing it to the Jewish folklore. The idea of uh, Where's Valvo, the, the finding a character similar to, to Where's Waldo, and the Chai Spy, for example, the Jewish aspect of bringing it I spy to the Jewish realm. Anything we could do to bring it to the Jewish realm is fantastic. And we learn from this Mishnah, what can you do to tip the scales of the world that you could outweigh, not to be arrogant or egotistical, God forbid, but what can you contribute? Bishvili nivra olam. We know one of the sayings in the Gemara is, for me, the world was created. So if the world was created for you, what are you doing for the world? If you are supposed to be that the whole world is for you, how can you outweigh on the scale to tip the scale for yourself to live up to and look up to Rabbi Elizabeth Horkinus, to live up to look to Rabbi Elizabeth Arach? How can you be that person that outweighs everything around you? The Sforno points out, according to the opinion of the first Tana, Rabbi Yochanan praised the erudite cemented cistern, Eliezer ben Hurkanes, whose knowledge was at its disposal, as the sages say, Shulchom mitam sinai, ve'oker harem sinai adif dehakol tzrichem lemarechitaya. They send an answer for marriage to Israel between Sinai, one with vast and knowledge, and an uprooter of mountains, one whose understanding of Torah is deeper. Sinai is preferable for all need, the one who owns the wheat, from brachos. The truth is self-evident to those who require transmitted knowledge, for it cannot be attained through speculation and reasoning. Hence, it is better for them to point as their leader, Rasha Yeshiva, a sage who will teach them transmitted knowledge, whom the sages call a Sinai, rather than a master of dialects, Mifful Paul, whom the sages call an uprooter of mountains, Oker Harim, for the students are capable of analyzing and examining what they are taught on their own, as we find regarding Rav Kahana Ravasi, the students of Rav who require instruction and transmitted knowledge, Gemara, but do not require direction and analytical deduction, see Sanhedrin. However, to understand the true meaning of every Torah concept, without error, to deduce one concept from another and a pruder of mountains is preferable over a Sinai, as our sages said, Better one sharp pepper seed than a basket full of gourds, as according to Gemara Yuma. So we have to be that sharp pepper. What can we do to stand out, to bring a little harifness of goodness to the world, a little bit of spice in a good way to the world, to spice up the world around us, to bring something that wasn't there before, to contribute something that wasn't there before, to help out the world, the community, the town around us in a better way. The notes point out, the Svorno cites various rabbinic sources in the Talmud to clarify the argument between the two tonight in this mission as whether Rabbi Elizabeth and Horkness or Rabbi Elizabeth and Arach was the greater sage. In the first quote, the sages of the Talmud speculate which quality should be sought for in a teacher, the gift of memory or talent for logic and reasoning. The term they use for an individual possessing the former trait is Sinai, a metaphor for accumulated knowledge, while the later trait is characterized by the term Oker Harim, literally an uprooter of mountains. Our mission uses different terms for these two types of individuals. A cistern that loses not a job refers to the former, while a spring flowing stronger and stronger refers to the latter. The difference of opinion in the Talmud as to which of these attributes is superior is reflected in our Mishnah and the different opinions expressed by the first Tana by Rabbi Shul, Shaul. Svarno explains advantages of each of these strengths. For the sharp student, Sinai is preferable, whereas the purpose 
of understanding and reaching an accurate halachic decision, the attribute of a spring flowing stronger and stronger is preferred. Thus, it is possible that the first Tan and Abishul do not disagree with each other, but are merely expressing their opinion regarding different areas of Torah scholarship. In any case, we need to do what we can to be that cistern, to be that spring flowing stronger, to bring something to contribute to the world, especially if it wasn't there and it wasn't present beforehand. We need to be able to bring something that could tip the scales for us, towards us, to make the world a little bit different, a little bit better. If the world was created for you, and we realize we're still dust and ashes, what can you do to contribute to the world? How can you learn from these two sages to tip the scales of the world for good, to bring a little bit to the good, to change for the better for the good? Think about that scale. Think about how you are one individual, and there's thousands, millions, billions of people around you. What can you do to tip the scales? What can you do to weigh down the scales with something that you could contribute, something you could bring, something you could bring out towards the world in order to make the world even better. Join us next time as we talk about the best path to live in life. Another great, great mission. They're all great missionaries, but another fascinating mission here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.